Welcome to the Mom Manual. Motherhood doesn't come with instructions, but it should. We are on a mission to highlight ordinary moms doing extraordinary things to build the ultimate mom manual. Every week, I have the distinct honor of speaking with women about the lessons they've learned and the inspiration that got them to where they are today. Join us for a conversation that will spark creativity, provide actionable tips, and celebrate the ordinary and extraordinary moments. Hi, everyone. The Mom Manual here with the Mom Manual. I have an amazing guest today. Aubrey is a wife, a mom to four kids, a published author, and the founder of Anya. Aubrey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We are thrilled. And there is a personal connection to you through our company. Do you want to share that quickly before we start? Yes. So my brother-in-law works for you guys. So that's kind of how we got connected, which is so cool. Mike is the best. Love him so, so much. We're shout really out, excited. shout out Mike Woodland. We'll, yes. see, we'll see if he listens to this. We'll <laughs> I know. Like, hey, I heard a shout out. <laughs> I know. He connected us and I've been a big fan of yours though for a long time. So it's kind of fun to have this connection and to be able to do this together. I'm excited. Amazing. All right, Aubrey, you have a really cool story. Can you tell everybody how you got into what you, what you do and, you know, kind of what you went through to get here? So I run, like you mentioned earlier, I run a program called Anya. It stands for a new you again, and it also means mama in Hungarian. So I love this kind of concept creating this new version of myself as I became a mom. So when I very first became a mom nine years ago, I suffered through postpartum depression. And I feel like, you know, mental health is being talked about more and more as time goes on. But back then it was so, I felt like such a crazy person that I wasn't this like perfect mom. Like I I remember thinking like, there needs to be a mom manual. Like I wish this podcast was even back then, you know? There you go. So, So back then it was just kind of like, I just felt I was in a very dark headspace. And I remember thinking, oh, it's just the baby blues. I know that happens within a couple of weeks. You know, that's totally fine. Like I'll just suck it up or whatever. And then it just kind of kept going. And I just felt like I was thrown into this world of like, and I was like top notch, like babysitter growing up. I was like, dude, I'm going to slay it when I'm a mom. Like I'm going to be so awesome. And then I become a mom and I'm like, oh my gosh, where's this baby's mom? Like I need to hand him off to somebody because I don't know what I'm doing. Like I should be fired. I have no idea. You know, like I just, I couldn't function. It just threw me for a loop. And then depression came in, anxiety came in and my days just felt really dark. And I remember thinking, I can't tell my husband about my thoughts or my feelings because I want to look like I'm the perfect mom. Like I have it all together. I want him to like be in love with this mom version of me. And I, it just was so different than I expected. And so as time kind of went on, I mean, it got as far as like, I felt loss of control. So I stopped eating um, which ended up being a scary situation too. I had lost like 25 pounds in a couple of weeks. Like wow. just, there were just things that were very off. And then within my mind, it was very dark too. So I was having suicidal ideation wow. um, within, you know, not just myself, but like my whole family. Like I just felt like this monster of a person. Yep. And I remember, you know, as those kind of thoughts would creep in, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I would have so much shame around it too. So not only am I like depressed, but I feel shame. I mean, there's so many dark, it's like a big cloud over my head during that time. And I kind of hit this rock bottom place where I just felt like, okay, I have to tell somebody. And finally I did. I told my husband, thankfully he didn't think I was a monster, but, (laughs) but, but he was such a support to me. And 
I called the doctor, you know, I, I kind of had to be my own advocate, but it, it came down to hitting rock bottom where I thought I could literally die of depression and of being what? so sad. What was the time frame around this? So you had the baby and how old was your baby at this point? Yeah. So I would say after the two week mark and it kept going on a few more weeks, I was like, oh, I'm like still not okay. Yeah. And I felt like I couldn't, I was eating like a carrot for dinner. Like I was not in a healthy space and I knew that, but I didn't know how to like help myself. But there was a day where I like passed out and I thought I really could die from depression. Like I passed out because I didn't have any food in me. And I remember I like looked up and I saw this picture of Christ in my hallway and I was like, no, like I'm not going to die like this. Like there's hope. Like I need to, I need to find that space of, of hope. And throughout these, the next few years, I've been able to kind of create this framework of what I do to help me stay above water, to help me not just float, but to like thrive within my mental health. I have four babies and three out of four, I've either had debilitating anxiety or depression and I have to truly be in such a proactive mode when I have babies because I do spiral so fast. And so I've kind of created this framework. And this is why I started Anya because I'm like, I need moms to know about this, to know that they can help themselves, like to get on medicine if they need to, but also to like do things that empower them to help them every single day. And that's kind of where Anya came to be. I love that. Thank you for sharing your story. I, I know that's probably not easy. And, and I'm sure at this point you've shared it a lot, but I, I think that if you have postpartum depression or not, just after having a baby, it's typically not what you think. And I, I don't believe I had full postpartum depression, but I definitely, the baby blues is a real thing. And it's like, why aren't I happy? This is what I wanted. This is what, you know, I've, asked for, prayed for some women take years to get pregnant. And then they just feel, I can't tell anybody because I've been saying, this is what I want. And now here I am. And now I'm saying, I don't want it. So it's almost, it's confusing. Um, and your hormones are going crazy. And I think too, for a lot of people that go through this, it's people who have never had depression before. Right. So they're like, what is this feeling? What is this anxiety? Like, I I don't even know how to manage or control this. So I think sometimes people don't know even to ask for help. Cause they're just like you said, Oh, it's the baby blues. Tell us more about Anya. Like, is that just for postpartum or is that all the time? What does it look like? So in our program, we have kind of this formula I was talking about that it's based off of an acronym, which is M O M M Y. And we have it. So like M is, and we might talk about this in a minute, but M is meet with God. O is opportunity of growth. M is movement. The next M is moment of stillness and Y is for yourself. And so we try to implement this into our program and we have coaches and therapists and like yoga classes and everything I could like put at my fingertips. If I need, if I was a new mom or even I feel like postpartum really is like years after having a baby, like I think it's up to six years after having a baby, you're still in postpartum. So for anyone that's like even pregnant or we have an infertility part of it too, like there's just so much support that I, that I couldn't find out there when I was going through this myself that I just wanted to create for these women and moms who are facing it. So I love it because I, I feel like you either find like coaching programs or a therapist, like there's so many different worlds. And I was like, no, there's benefit to both. So I have like an incredible therapist that I brought on. She's unreal. I have coaches that are certified that are so amazing and they come on and we do these calls once a week. So it's all on zoom. So you join from the comfort of your home and it's basically where you just have like 
your workout classes and we do breath work and meditation, like kind of like a gym for your mind, yeah, <laughs> a place for your mind to, to feel like a new you again. I think that's why that name feels so meaningful to me because doing these mommy acronyms or doing the work helps you to become that new version of yourself. And I've had to go through that time and time again, every time I've had a baby, you truly become like a new person, every baby you have. And I think, you know, everybody should have that knowledge or that, you know, being taught. I always thought, oh, I'm having anxiety, get on antidepressants, or I'm having depression, get on an antidepressant. And it took me till my third baby, I had some severe anxiety. And my doctor was like, have you ever tried stillness? And I was like, oh, like, sure. But when you're a mom, it's just so crazy and blah, 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 you know? And I have like just completely dove into this world of meditation and breath work and how healing it can be for your mind. And it's just, it's part of who I am now. It's a practice I do every day. And these are things that, you know, I think medicine, if you are needing it for sure, that's a flotation device, like get your head above water, ask for help. You should never be ashamed to get on meds. There's so many more things you can do that yeah. like help you swim and help you just thrive. So yeah. that's what Anya tries to do. I love that. And you know, medication is always, it's, it seems like a bandaid a lot of times. So, you know, sure. what's the long-term solution and if there is one, let's try that out. So mommy, I love that acronym. Is that something that you made up? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of went through this when 2020 happened, I kind of had this like rebirth of myself where I just was like, you know what, there's, I can become a morning person and I can like do all the things that I didn't think I could do. I can be the mom I want to be. And then I started to kind of like implement these different things within myself. And when I like wrote it all down, I was like, actually, and we created this whole program and I was like, it's perfect. It totally flows. It's what our framework's around. And it's just the things that I have implemented and continue to, and want to continue to help others with too. I love that. Okay. Let's go through each of the letters and talk, you know, obviously this is a 30 minute podcast, but hopefully there's going to be some amazing takeaways. So let's start with the first one. So the first is meet with God. My Anya team is so amazing. Like I have the coaches and therapists that I work with. So all of this is like all of our minds bringing it together. Like what has helped you? What has helped you? So it's not just coming from my brain. Like this isn't just like, oh, that worked for you. This is like, oh, it works for hundreds of people. Like this is like helping so many. So the first M is meet with God. I like to catch the sunrise and the sunset. It can be as simple as that. So if you go outside for 30 seconds, even if you don't believe in God, but just allow yourself to like picture the higher power or the universe, something that's greater than you, it just helps bring in a whole new perspective. Like you're not just doing all the mom work in your house. Like you truly, there's such a bigger picture and taking that step to just meet with God in the mornings is huge. It changes the day for me every time. When when you say meet with God, like what, so you're talking about looking at the sunrise, that is the meeting with God. Yes. Or wherever you feel like his presence. So if that's in prayer, if that's meditating for me, I feel so much of his love in the sunrise and sunset. So I tried to carve out that time and just have like a moment where I talk with him or not necessarily talk, but it's more like, listen, he listens to me and I listen to him. And it's just kind of this moment of like, let's connect, let's meet. And then we go back to our day, you know, knowing that I, that he's got my back and I can rely on him. And I think too, as busy moms say you miss the sunrise or sunset that day. I also believe God meets us where we're at. So if you're in your closet or you're on the kitchen floor crying, or you're listening to this podcast, thinking you're like on your wits end and you're like losing hope, God will meet you where you are. 
that is like the power of motherhood. We we are able to have this God-given help from angels everywhere. And I truly believe if we just ask for it sometimes, it helps us that much more. So no, I, I love that so much. So this is an integral part of your morning routine. And I know sometimes talking religion is controversial. And so for people who don't believe in God or that there's any life after any after power, like hold on to your crystal. So, you know, right. There's, other, there's yeah. other examples for if you are non-religious. Um, so this is, and the O might go into it, but is this, can you tell us your morning routine? Obviously the sunrise is part of it. What does the rest of it look like? Yeah. So I, for the longest time, like I'm what, 34, I would say literally 30 years of my life. I have hated mornings, like mm. hated mornings. And I would sleep into like the last minute that I could. And it would cause almost some issues with my husband because he would be whipping up breakfast, trying to get everyone to school. Like, and I would be sleeping. Like I could not wake up. It was terrible. (laughs) And a lot of it is because I was up at night with the babies, you know, but like my whole life, I just remember even in high school, like I could not wake up earlier than what, like the last minute. And I have found so much power in the mornings and it's been this shift where I can like literally wake up without an alarm whenever I'm wanting to. So like I do a meditation right before I go to bed and then it's like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 6.15 and go work out and I'm going to have energy and I'm going to feel good. And it's just like setting myself up for success before I even go to sleep. Yeah. So then the next morning I've trained my brain and I've rewired it enough to where I can wake up without an alarm, go to the gym, feel good, not tired, like, and choose that. It's been a lot of thought work and it's been a lot of shifting my limiting beliefs. Right. But I find so much power in the mornings. I feel like that is when the world is still. And that is when my mind can be still and I can set myself up for success before my kids wake up and they're needing something the very second they wake up. Yeah. So I usually will wake up, meet with God, um, like a perfect morning. Obviously my mornings are always different, but working out in the morning has been awesome, which my whole life, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't even move my body that early. Like there's no way. So in shifting that limiting belief, I've been able to get up, work out every day, like meet with God, spend that time, either meditate or just whatever I have time for and allow myself to like recenter before everybody, like fill my own cup before I need to fill others. Yeah. Um, And it's been, it's been amazing. And I have finally enjoyed motherhood because I've been able to do that. And I finally enjoyed like, you know, being in this role because I have stuff to give rather than feeling like it's being drained for me. I'm able to give so much more. Yeah. And, and I think any podcast you listen to any wellness, any, anything, it's like, wake up 30 minutes before you normally do. And then wake up an hour before you normally do. And that time in the morning is so sacred because it's yours. It's a blanket statement, but I would say most successful people in life or people who follow any kind of path, have a morning routine. Like mine is so prescripted. It's and the same thing. I wake up every morning at six 30 and at like six 25, my eyes are open and I'll look over at my clock and I'm like, yep, it's six 30 time to wake up. Yes, um, I love that. One of my biggest things was touching the snooze button. And so I don't even have a second alarm now. Like I just, I will automatically get up. Like there's no way I'll ever touch the snooze because I find if I snooze for even like five, 10, 20 minutes, I'm exhausted. It like works. So bad. Yes. <laughs> Never worth that extra minute. Okay. What about the O? Okay. So O is for opportunity of growth. And within our Anya program, that's when our coaches come in or our therapists come in and just teach like a mindset, just kind of what you're talking about with your mornings. So something that just 
can shift within yourself. Maybe it's listening. It's for sure. Listening to this podcast, like listening to things that just help you grow and as a person. And it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be some business owner or entrepreneur. Like you can truly just find growth within yourself or a hobby or I don't know. I just think we're meant to grow and finding that opportunity of growth, whether that's challenging yourself with something I just think is important for your mental health too. So well, and there's a the whole thing, like if you're not growing, you're dying, right? So it's, it's one or the other. And the other thing is you are the five people you surround yourself with, right? And so a, a lot of people feel, oh, my sister's holding me back, my cousin, my friends from high school, my husband, whatever, then get on a podcast and listen to someone who's doing something that you want to do. Go yeah. get on YouTube and watch a video, social media, you know, follow uplifting accounts, like there's so many ways to get this. And it's for me too. Like I listen to a bunch of different podcasts on health and nutrition and business and all these things. And I leave so inspired to want to do something more and grow myself. So I love that opportunity for growth. And you said with your program, this is where you bring in counselors. So is that like life coaching or what does that look like? Yeah. So every week we have them come in and it's either like a certified life coach Um, or we have like a therapist that specializes with moms specifically. And so they'll come in and teach about going through your emotions or about, you know, if you're dealing with trauma or you're just going through all these different things, I think that coaching is awesome for like the present to the future. Therapy is awesome for healing things in the past. Mm -hmm. So there's room for both. And I, we implement both of them into our program just because I think it helps women everywhere to just find that growth within themselves. So is this like a group, a group thing or is it one-on-one? Yeah. So it's a group. Our community is probably like everyone's favorite thing because you come in and you all of a sudden have these best friends who are vulnerable with each other, who get it. We're moms. We use Marco Polo all the time. So you have face-to-face interactions with people yeah. and it's awesome. But when you're talking about friends, it's so interesting because the more you kind of grow into and you you start to shift and change. Like your circles change too. And it's not that you like don't like your old circle of friends, but you shift into like this new version of yourself to where like it's it's just different. And you sometimes that circle gets smaller, but you're doing that growth for yourself and you'll find the right people who are who understand that and who are on that path with you too. Today's episode was brought to you by Dreamland Baby. I want to introduce you to a product that hundreds of thousands of parents use to help their baby sleep, the Dreamland Baby Weighted Sleep Sack. Hi, I'm Tara Williams, host of the Mom Manual and founder of Dreamland Baby. When my son Luke was six months old, he was still waking up every hour and a half. I was completely exhausted, frustrated, and at my wits end. Sound familiar? My solution to create a gently weighted sleep sack that babies can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. The award-winning doctor-approved Dream Weighted Sleep Sack and Swaddle features our proprietary Cover Calm technology, evenly distributed weight from your baby's shoulders to toes to help naturally reduce stress and allow your little one to feel relaxed and sleep soundly. If you're struggling to get your baby to sleep for longer stretches and go down easier, you're not alone. This product was a game changer for my son and can be for your family too. And right now we've got a special discount exclusive to mom manual listeners. Use code mommanual15 at checkout to get 15% off site-wide. 
isn't it time for you to invest in rest? No. And that, that is definitely, I think one of those uncomfortable things, right? Cause you feel like you're outgrowing your friends or you're leaving them behind. Um, but really you're just shifting into your best version and that maybe they shift together with you or you shift on your own. But, um, that's definitely something that, you know, I've gone through a couple of times in my life and it's, it's a weird transition, but, um, you know, you, you want to kind of surround yourself like where you are and where you want to be. Right. Okay. What's, what's the next M? Okay. So the next M is movement. So I like to call it movement rather than exercise because I think exercise sounds miserable. Yeah. (laughs) But when you can move your body and find gratitude for just moving your body for breathing in your lungs for anything, um, I would say 20 minutes a day, even if that means a walk, or if you're sick in bed, move your arms up and down. Like you can move your body if it's stretching, like just move your body. There's so much power in just shifting your energy dance, do something to move your body every day. And it shifts everything for you too. So right now I've been doing F45. Have you heard of that? No. What is it? Just like, have you heard of orange theory? Yeah, I've heard of that. It's similar to that. So I've been doing that, but then within our app, so all of Anya is, is inside an app and there's movement classes. Okay. So if ever I can't go to the gym or I don't have whatever, it's like perfect for moms who, who need to be home with their kids or don't have a daycare or whatever, because you can just do it from home. So that's, we do yoga in there. We have a pelvic floor specialist who comes and like does everything for these moms. It's awesome. So, and that's all, all of this is virtual. So if you are, you guys are, where do you live in Utah? Yeah, we're in Southern Utah. Southern Utah. Okay. So, so yeah. you do in-person meetings there? We actually do. We do. I've done retreats and we've done like conferences. We have a conference coming up at the beginning of next year. So, and it'll be in Salt Lake. So we're kind of within Utah right now, but we have members in Anya everywhere, like from the East coast to the West coast. And it's, we try to keep things a lot online so that everyone can be a part of it. But yeah, we do in-person stuff too. Cool. Okay. What's the next M? The next M is moment of stillness. So similar to meet with God, but I think that a lot of times moms deal with so much overstimulation that we just need like a second. So something I, I teach is to go outside and like, obviously it's cold right now, even if it's cold whatever, (laughs) but go outside, especially if it's like warm, I go barefoot in my grass and I take seven deep breaths. Mm -hmm. When you can like do at least seven breaths, you reset your system. So if your kids are just like fighting or chaos, like allow yourself to take yourself away from the situation, go find a moment of stillness and then come back and deal with it. So I, I feel like everybody needs that moment every single day to just find that stillness within them. Yeah. And what's the, I've heard of this before the deal with grounding your feet in the earth or something. What, what is, what's the theory behind that? Yeah. So if you can, it's honestly, a lot of it for me is where my mind is at. So like, I'll go out and this sounds like woo woo for some people, but I'll go out with my bare feet in the grass. And if I can just imagine like roots coming from like my legs going down into the earth, it just allows me to just feel grounded, feel grounded in myself, my confidence, it's a meditation that I kind of walk myself through just to feel like, okay, I can do this. Like I, I don't have to be spiraling. I don't have to like feel any sort of way. I can just be where I'm at right now and find that grounding within myself. So it's more like a meditation than anything, but it does sound a little woo. woo. Well, no, I've, I've heard about it from the reason I'm laughing at it is because somebody on another podcast was saying, Oh, 
you know, my friend lives in New York city. And, you know, I told her if you can't get out onto the grass then take grass and put it in your kitty litter box and then stand with your bare feet. <laughs> and the, there was a doctor or somebody was on the podcast and he was like, that's not the same thing, but there's some kind of like energy vibrations, right? Isn't, isn't that the concept behind it? Like grounding yeah, to the earth? For sure. Yeah. yeah. So whenever I'm out, like I always take my shoes off. If mm-hmm. I'm hiking, like I'll try to take my shoes off, just finding that grounding. I mean, there's so many, I know there's like so many scientific things behind it, but even just the energy within the earth and your body and just connecting, it sounds crazy, but it works. It just does. Okay. I mean, I think that's a pretty easy free thing to try. So everybody after this podcast, (laughs) take your shoes off, walk outside, (laughs) deep breaths. I love it. I'm going to try it. Um, what, what is, what is the why stand for? So the why is for yourself. And I think so often we think you like self-care is like this buzzword, right? You hear all the time, self-care, self-care, self-care. But I think truly taking time for yourself, it could mean like take your vitamins or mm-hmm. soak in a magnesium bath or doing the thing, like making that appointment that you've been meaning to make for a long time, like doing the things that are actual self-care, not just like bubble baths and chocolate, like truly finding the things like, okay. And a lot of times I'll do this where I just like put my hands on my heart, close my eyes. And I'm like, okay, what do I need today? Like, what do I truly need today? Because sometimes we're just running, running, running. And we just think, oh, wouldn't it be nice to go get my nails done today? Or wouldn't it be nice? You know, we, we think, wouldn't it be nice to have all this self care to have whatever, but really like, maybe that, like, what do I need today? Maybe that's like a phone call with my mom, or maybe that's like, you know, serving a friend today or doing something that's just more meaningful than just self-care. It's truly finding that space to um, connect with yourself, but serve yourself so that you're able to fill your cup in order to fill everyone else's around you. What what would you say you do each day that you'd consider a self-care? I do magnesium soaks. Those are like, yeah, tell me what that is. I actually see I'm into this. Like I'm here for all the wellness. In fact, (laughs) I, this is a whole nother podcast. So I've learned so much through this podcast. I had someone on who talked about balancing your hormones. And so I got mine checked literally before we got on this podcast, she called me. She's like, so you're in like adrenal failure right now. Um, I think it's normally, I wrote it down like 500 and she's like, and you're a six. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And she was like, you have no energy. Like you're falling apart. I was like, oh my gosh, why is this happening? And she was like, you have four kids and you run a business, like you're exhausted. And I, I said, she's like, you have the, like a hard time sleeping and I'm like, Oh my gosh, all these things. So actually now she's putting me on like a progesterone. I don't know. This is, this is a whole, a whole nother, I'm going to have to have her, my, my <laughs> doctor on, but, um, it's just, I feel like as women, we are burning the candle at both ends all the time. And right now it's like, have kids and have a job and keep a clean home and support your husband. And it's like, ah, I feel like we have to be everything and be everywhere. Um, but going back to the magnesium, I have been taking a, it's called calm and it's a magnesium powder and you just put it into your drink and you drink each day. And I truly feel like first off, it's made my hair really thick like unintended side effect where I was like, whoa, I can't figure out why my hair looks so thick all of a sudden. And then I looked it up and it's a side effect of magnesium. So I was like, that's amazing. But tell me about the magnesium bath. What does that mean? Yes. So it's just this soak. I get it from living the good life naturally is what it's called. And I just have like a big, it's like a, 
it's like a 32 ounce bottle and I'll just pour like a fourth cup in and you can also soak it like if you put it in a bowl and you soak your feet in that works too but I like a bath and it, it first of all it like makes me sweat too like in the bath which is crazy so I feel like I get a good detox with it and then um, I sleep really good with it and it helps my anxiety oh my gosh there's so many things that magnesium does but it just overall I haven't done, I don't do it like every single day, but I probably do it maybe once or twice a week. And it's like, I can tell when I don't do it. So I love Mm -hmm. it. And I think the, I think there's benefit to taking it orally, but I also believe that the liquid in the form of like sitting in it or soaking in it, there's benefit to that too. And your body takes it in from your feet. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like magnesium is one of those newer supplements. That's it's like a super supplement. It just literally helps with everything. Oh yeah. I love that. Okay. What about here's, here's some other stuff that I've been hearing lately. Tell me your opinion. I love this. (laughs) Um, Cryotherapy and red light therapy. What's your opinion on both of those? Yes. Both are great. Yeah. I I, I truly, I'm like all into that though. Like anything that you can do to just help your health in general, why not? Right. Like I think, oh, this could be like controversial, but like, I think my, so my husband's in healthcare and I like totally found this world of kind of holistic health right. and I am like smack dab in the middle. Like there's, there's so much need for both. And when you can do like ice baths or red light therapy or whatever, when you can do stuff like that, it allows yourself to just like be more of in a preventive preventative state. Right. Whereas obviously healthcare is needed. We need that, but a lot of it is a bandaid. Right. And so I think I have been on medication for myself, but I love implementing all these things. So I don't have to solely rely on a medicine to help me. And I think that's kind of the overall message with, with what I do is that for sure, get, get help from both sides and find everything that can truly like help you and, and do it. Like, why, why wouldn't you like, I don't know, it's just like, you can choose a candy bar or an apple, like the apple's obviously going to serve you, but you can have a candy bar too. That's great too. You know, like just choose, I'm not trying to relate that to hospital or healthcare, but just choose the things that will truly help you. And like, it just gives you that much more step ahead rather than, you know, not, I, tr- I truly think those therapies help for sure. And, you know, I think it's a great point and people listening might say, well, it's, it's a lot easier said than done. So when you went from being a night person to a morning person, or I guess I should say a person who stayed in bed till the very last moment to now giving yourself a morning routine, getting up earlier, what were the micro steps you took to make that you, you said a mind shift? Like, how did you start that? Yeah, I would say it's recognizing your limiting belief. So like another one of mine would be like, oh, I'm so disorganized. We tell ourselves like, oh, I am disorganized. Well, no, maybe you have a disorganized space, but that doesn't mean you are that. I think right. we kind of put these identifiers on ourselves like, oh, I'm not a morning person, but maybe it's just that I needed like to recognize the power in mornings. So I think the first step I would say is to get curious about if like, if your thing is mornings or if you want to be more organized, whatever it might be, yeah. get curious about that. that. So like I started to read Miracle Morning or I started to like, be curious on why people liked mornings. And then I would be like, okay, like, you know, and, and the sunrise sunset thing that came from someone that I looked up to he, and he was like a farmer and he's like, I, I never miss a sunrise and a sunset. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever, yeah, I've ever even caught, I don't even pay attention to that. And so I started to, cause I was curious, like, 
Why does he do that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think getting curious about it and then allowing yourself. So when I I run this um, eight week detox program where I help women rewire their brain. So we have all these neural pathways. We always do something because we've always been that way, right? Sometimes people are like, well, I've always been this way. I'm all, I'm, I always sleep into the last minute. Well, you don't have to always be that way. Like you can think differently and you'll create these new neural pathways. And then if you keep thinking that way, it makes those pathways thicker. So it's easier to think that way. So I think of it like a dirt road, like waking up early was like creating a dirt road in my brain. That was like so foreign, so not comfortable. But then I started to like get curious about it, think about it all the time. And I started to go down that dirt road over and over and over again. So now it's become a highway and mornings aren't even like a question for me. You know, like I love mornings and I always will because I've created that within myself. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. You say, you know, get curious and, and that goes back to us talking about like reading books and listening to podcasts and YouTube. And there's so many free, like we are at a time in life with unlimited knowledge. Then it comes to picking, listening to the right person. But I, whenever we're in Hawaii, I always watch the sunset. Like that is my thing. My kids always joke because half the time it goes in Maui behind the clouds. And so I like almost never see it actually set, but I have never, I don't think I've ever sought it out just like at my home on a regular basis. So tonight I'm going to put my feet in the grass. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to look at the sunset. I'm going to buy magnesium. I feel like I have, I have lots of notes and an amazing takeaway. Any other thoughts you want to share before we wrap up? Oh, I just love what you're doing. And I think having these moms recognize that they're enough and, you know, like just feeling loved and knowing that every single thing you do counts and it matters and you're doing such a good job. And I think we don't give ourselves enough credit for that. Oh, I love that, Aubrey. Where can everyone find you if they want to join Anya or just follow you, meet you? Where where are you? I would say I'm mostly over on Instagram at Aubrey Grossen, A-U-B-R-E-Y-G-R-O-S-S-E-N. And then my Anya account is just at a new you again. So you'll see all of our stuff over there too. And then my website is AubreyGrossen.com. And tell us about the conference because I'm interested in that. Yeah. So it's in Salt Lake. I'm so excited. It's going to be a two-day conference in Salt Lake. I'm about to announce the dates. So hang tight for those, but it'll be two days. We used to do retreats and I was like, okay, this is so awesome. I'm empowering 36 women. Let's empower hundreds more. Like let's bring this to people for a cheaper rate where we don't have to stay at a mansion house, but we can still allow like that transformation to happen. So it'll be a two-day conference in Salt Lake. Um, coming probably February or March. And then, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that because it's going to be so fun. I love it. I am going to be there. Thanks (laughs) so much, Aubrey. Appreciate it. Thank you.